0: The following podcast is a Sydney Nanberg and SocialSaladSociety.com production. Hey, Social Salad family, it's Sydney, and welcome back to your Toss of Social Salad. This is your resource to learn about all things marketing and entrepreneurship to help you accelerate growth in your business and life. As you know, we believe that entrepreneurship is made up of marketing, passion, and mindset. If you are listening to this, then make sure you have your notes ready because we pack every episode with value. This isn't your average quote-unquote marketing podcast. This is your go-to audio toolkit where you are going to gain real-life insight, tips, strategy, and knowledge that you can apply to your business. If you are ready to bring the ideas in your mind to reality, then keep on listening and let's dive in. All right, welcome back to Social Salad Society. I'm here with Pedro, who many of you have heard of, but he's our little silent partner and my boyfriend, but he's also the co-owner of the Social Salad Society, and he is making his debut on this episode where we're going to talk about three ways to navigate your business through this coronavirus crisis.
1: Hi, everyone. As Sydney mentioned, uh, it's Pedro, part um, <laughs> owner <laughs> of, uh, of the company, and and uh, Sydney's boyfriend, so I'm real, yeah. Um, I'm not Photoshop, I'm not a fake Facebook account. Um, So it's good to kind of talk about this. Um, You know, we're going through tough times, and um, yeah, I'm excited to talk about this.
0: So we wanted to give you three ways to navigate your business through this crisis and give you some inspiration, but before that, we kind of want to talk about how life has changed for us, how we choose to look at this situation, And hopefully that'll give you some guidance. So with that being said, Pedro and I work from home already. We have an online business, so it hasn't changed a lot. What has changed is kind of like the panic around us and the the fear that, that is instilled in so many people's minds. And so you know, of course we have our days where we feel like, oh wow, what are we doing? you know was this a good time to launch this or to do that or should we be giving you know this incentive or that? And we have our days where we're kind of down just because you know while we work from home, we really are stuck inside now like we before we were able to leave yep. and now, we can't. But I think Pedro has a really good perspective on this because we all have our down days. We all have those days where we're like, "Oh shit, what what are we doing?" Um but the way that Pedro looks at it is really insightful. So, I'll let you you share a little bit. Yeah.
1: So, you know, one of the big things, you know, going through this whole coronavirus COVID-19 situation is well this is what's going on with the economy look what's going on in my business and look what's going on here and I think I think so much of our lives gets so intertwined with business and money and, and, and of course they're super important but I think you know in these kind of times we really need to look at right the really important things you know it's your own health the health of your family um, your children, your parents, your grandparents, right? And and understand that you know. For me, you know, I and was, I was even talking to, to Sydney's dad earlier today, and I was mentioning to him, you know, it's we look at this virus, and and yeah, it affects you know mainly old, older people, but you know, and we we get so focused around money and financials and and all of this, where you you know, I begin to think. Imagine all the 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 people who have contracted this and. And unfortunately passed away and all right they didn't have any money problems at all i'm sure they would trade all the money that they had there that they that they had for for you know a few extra days with their loved ones etc so for me i think you know um in this kind of perspective it's it's really it's we have to really think about our health and, and people first um at the end of the day and and look at even though, you know, businesses are our lifeblood, right? Um, it's how we pay for things. Um, we need to understand that the, the truth is that I think for the the first time ever, right? We look at previous recessions and and the Great Depression and, you know, from an economic perspective, you know, this is not good, this is very bad, but it, I feel like it's the first time where from a global perspective, we're all going through the various same symptoms of not the virus but the situation we're all in right from uh, from of course a health and um and economic perspective so it's it's you know we're not alone here Uh, as much as we feel that we might be alone to a degree right We're, we're quarantined we can't leave our apartment or 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 you know with your family it's you know we have to look at the good in this um you know there's not much but there there is some you know based on our perception we can we can find more good um in many ways than bad and it's time to spend with the people we care about with our family um and of course you know your health right and um understanding that this will this will come this, this has come this will go um and you might remember this you know this uh, this situation, but you'll never forget the memories that you you were able to uh, to make with your family and loved ones over you know maybe a a normal quote unquote day
0: that's true too, and I also think it's a really good time to create opportunities so it's a really good time to um It's a really good time to create opportunities that are online. We're starting to see how so many businesses are shifting. So, you know, we were all kind of in our groove before going to work, doing what we did every day. And, you know, kind of like Pedro said, everyone, you, you get a lot of time now to spend time with family and to really reflect on life and focus on what matters. And that shifts the way that you also probably look at your business and, you know it's forcing a lot of businesses to do things differently like we live in Miami where people are always going out on the weekends and it's always crazy and right now like on the weekends since they're in the area we live there's a lot of DJs people who like music people are having balcony parties and DJs are out on the balcony and if you think about it from a business perspective people are cheering on that DJ and they they like want more and more and more it's a really great business opportunity too so it's really not all doom and gloom there really are opportunities and it's all how you choose to look at it and I think you have to look at it from many different angles and accept that there are going to be like Pedro and I were talking about earlier there are going to be crappy days and then there's going to be really great days and at the end of the day we have to accept what our new normal is temporarily make changes and it'll be really interesting to see how we come out of this because there are some good things that are happening because of it and it's interesting with some of our clients that we've made some shifts with their marketing strategy, and we thought, oh, this will be a temporary shift, but it turns out to be something that they really enjoy and something that's permanent. So that's interesting, too.
1: Yeah, and I think, I think you know, being in this, the industry we're in, right, and I think most, right, that we're all in this kind of group where... Um, Yeah, you know, we've taken we've taken a hit from a a business perspective. I'm sure you know many of us have lost clients. You know, not because of their business, but because of um, the economy, the economy, right? And and what's going on with this virus. But I think I think we're still probably one of the the very lucky uh, businesses and and, or industries where you can still do work, right? Yeah, Yeah, it it, it dropped, of course, but right there, there there could still be you know the ability to do work. Right. You have, you know, I think of even back to my, my father used to own, uh, 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 some paint stores in Miami. And, you know, if he had that business now and hadn't sold him off and, you know, on his way to retirement, of course, um, that would have been catastrophic for him and for his family. And, and that's part of the retail business. And, and even then, you know, I think, I think this is not a time to, uh, stop, let's say, um, doing good, um, you know, we're sitting there, we're talking about it. And, you know, we've been, in many ways, uh, blessed um, to be able to still, um, you know, have a business that's uh, producing some, some revenue so that we can, you know, hold things, you know, afloat from, from our lives perspective, but as well as, you know, how do we help those who have done so much for us? And, you know, one of those examples is we do have a the um, housekeeper who comes and to me, it's not really a housekeeper; it's family. Um, she's been taking care of me since I was, whew, I want to say I was like nine or ten. And um, you know, one of the things we talked to Sydney about is, you know, she's, you know, she's severely affected by this much more than us. And and she's one of those people that works in an industry that that is, you know, catastrophically affected. And, you know from our part it's it's how do we how do we help those right you know to come you know how how do we help them you know um stay stay you know take care of their families and and it's it's doing the right thing and what Sydney and I decided for example is you know we have the means to pay her as if she would come normally right as as if she did the work um knowing that she can't but at least we give her the money and then you know, at the point she um, she comes back, then you know we'll um, you know we'll pay her a little bit uh, more for that. But this helps take cover for that, right? This uh, you know at least get her the money up front and and you know uh, kind of uh, br- you know bring you your beer, kind of a thing, right? Just uh, just try to help out a little bit. And um, I think that's what we have to do. I think we need to keep a positive perspective because in life. Um, you know, there's so many things happening, and and just many times positive, many times negative. But it's it's very easy to easy to get on that negative train, and um, we need to keep these positive thoughts um, while we can, um, because that's really, in my opinion, the way um, you kind of push through and, and break through the wall.
0: And there's always opportunities. There's always things that you know. There's always options. There are always ways that you can power through. I do think that giving back is really fulfilling at the same time and it kind of gives I don't know for me it gives that like inspiration that hope that I don't know that something good will 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 continue to happen because I don't know I think that it's really important to to help as many people as you can and that means you know we're all in it together and we'll get through it it's just a matter of how when and doing your part in this and and do and in giving and helping and looking for new options and opportunities so With that being said, the other thing I wanted to address before we get into the three ways you can navigate your business online through this crisis is talking about what it's like working at home together. Obviously, Pedro and I work together. We both work at home. We've been used to this. We have a home office. We've been doing this for a while. So the only thing that's really changed is the fact that we can't really go outside besides our like balcony workouts and like (laughs) sitting outside outside. So that's been the challenging part, but I wanted to talk about that because I think a lot of people aren't used to working at, one, maybe working at home or working at home with their significant other or having their kids at home. We don't have kids yet, but uh, we can can imagine how challenging that must be. So we thought we'd talk about that a little bit and maybe some of our tips to help you get through this and navigate. Um, I guess I'll, I'll start. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so... A couple tips for working from home. I say this all the time, but you definitely don't want to work from bed. I will tell you right now we are recording this episode from bed, from the bed, but don't do it because it's, you want to separate your home life from your work life and I think You know, at the end of the day when you just want to relax, you want to go to your bedroom and feel like, okay, you're home and you can not think about work for a minute. The second you start working from home, there's no separation of work and personal life, and I think that that can cause a lot of issues. We're actually working from bed, the bed right now because of the sound, because our our place is kind of echoey, so we want to try to avoid that a little bit. But I would say that's the biggest thing and let's say you have an office and you are you don't work with your significant other and you get distracted easily, which I do, you know, work in the kitchen, work in the living room, find another space or create a space that works for you, but try your best not to work from the bedroom and if you have to work from the bedroom because it's your only option, just try to maybe create a space that's not in bed. Otherwise, there's really no separation. And the most difficult part of working from bed is that you get used to it. You wake up in the morning, and it's like you're not you. You, you keep your pajamas on, or you put workout clothes on, and you're you go to sleep wearing your the same pajamas and workout clothes, and it's un, it's not healthy mentally or physically.
1: No, I think um, I think that's a big thing. And one of the things I wanted to talk about is I remember when I started. When I got out of college and got into consulting, right, it was such a, such a change from, you know, going to school and all that stuff and college and blah, 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 right? And going into a job where you could, right, work remote, right, it's, you know, that, we're, you know, we're accustomed to it, right? We're, we've grown accustomed to it. But for a lot of people starting this new, it's, it's I think it's fine, you know, it's normal for the first few days, you're like, oh, I'm working from home. You know, I can lay down on the couch or something or, you know, kind of the first few days, you know, you're allowed to take it a little bit easy and all that stuff. But, you know, for for your own mental sanity, the best thing to do is, you know, to still treat it as a as a true, you know, eight to five or whatever it is. Right. Because you still want to try to have some feeling of, you know, a normal life structure and structure. Yeah, exactly. So. You don't want it to just be like 8 to 11. You're just kind of working on work and other stuff. No, just try to keep to that your normal, you know, times and structure. Try to represent as much of a normal life as as what we remember, right?
0: Yeah, and I think the other thing that's difficult for a lot of people is the fitness aspect. So for me, what's actually really challenging right now is that I always – I like to go outside every single day, either walk, run. I would say – before all of this, I would spend like one to two hours outside. Sometimes, you know, I would just go for a walk early in the morning for an hour, and then later in the afternoon, I'd do another walk and a run. I just, I like to be outside a lot. And it's nice here in Florida, so we're fortunate about that. But I, I do like to move. So for me, being stuck inside, in a way, is, is very, very challenging because you're not moving. And a couple things that I've found to be really helpful are looking up on my phone on Google and, Hit so high intensity interval training workouts that take like ten minutes, and you know at like lunchtime or before before lunch I'll do like a hit workout, and then in the afternoon you know you could do another hit workout, or you could do a workout with your significant other and create a challenge. And is it the same? No. But it's still a workout, it's still something, um, or you can get moving every hour and you'll feel better emotionally. Something that I've noticed is that when I don't do those workouts, I don't feel good. And I don't feel good mentally, I don't feel good physically, I'm not as productive, I'm not as creative. So if you feel that, oh my god, I'm stuck inside, or you're with your kids all day, or you're with your significant other and it's too much, you'll you'll find that you know it, by working out and, and getting your your... Your mind in a different place it'll actually boost creativity Um, and the other things that we wanted to just cover quickly before we get into three ways to navigate your business is to make sure you're taking care of yourself maybe you have a morning routine or an evening routine eat healthy foods remember we're in this because of a health issue not because of a You know, economic issue necessarily. Um, So make sure you're washing your hands, eat healthy foods, just take care of yourself. And even if that means waking up, you know, 15 minutes early and journaling or reading or listening to a podcast, do something for you and treat this time as if it's a normal time, but inside. So now we want to get into three ways to navigate your business online through this crisis. And the first thing is that you have to be open to making changes. And that's not always easy for a lot of people. It's not always easy for us. I have to say, personally, I'm a pretty creative person. So I'm always creating new ideas and opportunities regardless of this, you know, current circumstance. But it's it. it this can also include, you know, tweaking your current services, creating mini packages, creating mini services, creating, you know... Something that's a little bit different that you can offer if you're in the wellness industry. Do live videos with the intention of, you know, driving traffic, give value, but tweak. You know, it's it's important to get online, to learn, to educate yourself, and be open to making those changes, even if that includes taking risks that are scarier. I know Pedro and I we believe in taking risks, even if it is very difficult, uh, or, or you know, because it, the time right now is so uncertain. At the same time, everyone's online right now. They're on their computer. They're at home. Not everyone, but, you know, if we kind of look at what's happening right now, most people are at home and they're spending more time on their computer. So it's really important to take advantage of that. And if you aren't, you know, if if you feel like your systems aren't working or your services aren't selling or, you know, you've lost or had to, you know, uh, uh, maybe pause some contracts with clients it's important to continue to educate yourself and find new ways to market maybe new services or tweaked services temporarily so that you can still grow um, and then Pedro had some good ideas with with what you can do as well if you've you know paused contracts or you know even with your current customers
1: yeah, and I think you know talking back from the from that whole economic perspective. You know, I keep on looking at this whole situation and, you know, it's not like 2008 when we had, you know, the issue, you know, with the banks and the whole real estate and, and everything. And, you know, you had people doing bad things, right? Here, it's, 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 it's not something that was in our control. So, I think it's, it's, it's normal for businesses to lose clients. But I think we need to remember it's, it's not, you know, it's, the clients have been affected by something, you know, extraordinary. And it's not because they did something bad, it's because of just bad luck, you know, to a degree. it's This is a lot of terrible, terrible luck, this is a terrible situation, and and these aren't people who, um, you know, they didn't do something bad to someone, or they weren't doing shady deals, it was just this terrible virus. And, and you know, what it comes down to is, you know, understand that, that your clients aren't leaving you know, because of your services or because of something, it's because of this terrible situation. So it's, I think it'd be good to, you know, in case you have lost some clients, keep in touch with them, you know, see how they're doing and understand that they're people too. And I think that could create a, uh, you know, continue that relationship, you know, and, and 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 then in the future, once we get out of this, allow for, you know, promote business from those customers you had that you still had a good relationship with to come in. So it's, it's, you know, continue that kind of client relationship management of course you can't devote all the time you have you know you still have customers that you clients that you have now but you know understand that you know there's there's still uh prospective clients in the future and and make sure you can um, you manage that
0: yeah i think that's really important i think it's important that you always focus on investing in yourself and in your business um and investing doesn't always mean financially it means investing in those relationships and continuing to be consistent with that will you know it could pay off long term and hopefully you know this passes soon right now it's only you know march 30th when we're recording this but um so who you know if you're listening to this in a few months from now i don't know where we'll be but uh regardless keep in touch with people hopefully their businesses are okay And hopefully your business is okay, but keep in touch with people because you never know what anyone is going through and just try to, you know, invest in you. Take risks that you might not have taken before. Like I said before, Pedro and I are doing more to invest in our business than we were doing before because we know people are online. We're doing more to educate ourselves. We're doing, we're, we're doing things that make us uncomfortable and, because we want to make an impact. And if you want to do make an impact, if you want to profit, if you still want to grow, you can't stop. You have to keep going and you have to be open to making those changes. You have to be open to shifting your mindset. You have to be open to going through that uncertainty and you know, kind of going with your gut and allowing whatever's meant to happen to happen while being smart financially. I'm not saying to just invest everything you have into your business, you know, always make sure you are able to, you know, invest. And again, investing doesn't mean fi- necessarily mean financially, but make sure that you're also in the right position. Um, but that's really important. The second thing that you can do right now that's going to be really beneficial for you because the thing you want to think about is, okay, right now it's important to be online, educate yourself and all of that, but what about afterwards? You know, you don't want to be stuck stopping your business, you know, just because of all that's going on. You want to make sure you're set up for success afterwards. And I always think long term, you know, where are we going to be? You know, in a few months from now, where do I want to be in a few months from now? So what you can do is you can grow your email list. So you can create resources, free guides, you know, 15 minute consultations, little things here and there that can help people, but it will grow your email list, you know, at the same time. And you can set up email sequences so that you're consistently getting in front of them. So in marketing, they say it takes, you know, seven times to get in front of someone before they actually buy because they have to trust you. So put email sequences in place that build trust, that show your results, that give value, that share success stories, Um, give tips, give advice, give, you know, give as much as you can and let people get to know you and show up in their inboxes. But build those resources because what's going to happen is the more they see those email sequences, the more that more likely you are going to profit. Um, maybe now or maybe afterwards. You know, imagine if you built up your email list now because of a free resource when that's what everyone's looking for and you're sending out these email sequences over and over again, kind of like a commercial on TV. The first time you see it, okay, you saw it, but you don't remember. The second time, oh, I think I saw that. The third, fourth, fifth, sixth time, you know what it is. You recognize it and you trust it because it's consistently out there. So it's the same concept with email marketing and social media, but you want to consistently be out there adding value. And you know, when we come out of this, people are going to start spending again. Things are eventually going to go back to normal and you want to be on people's radar and it's going to pass. So you might as well set yourself up for success. It's not going to cost you anything to do this, but it's going to be extremely beneficial your business. It's going to be beneficial for the people that you're serving, for the people that you're helping. And if you're not used to creating free resources or anything like that, you can use canva.com. You can use Photoshop. You can create little PDFs. You can create a webinar. um, You can create a podcast that you can give people for free with insight and value. You can create you know, live workouts or just workouts if you're in the wellness industry that you upload to YouTube and send to people. There are so many things that you can do that you can add to your website. It can be a blog, anything that can help to grow your email list. People will be interested in and it will help to build your credibility whether they buy now like I said before or later you're setting yourself up for success. So the third thing and it's in my opinion, one of the best things you can do, not just because I've done it myself, but because it's been proven to be really successful, is a Facebook group. And you've probably heard me talk about this a lot, but it allows you to get to know your audience, to understand their needs and what they want. It's free. You, get to build, you can build your email list directly through there, you can drive traffic to a podcast, to a blog, to a YouTube channel, to your website and your services, to testimonials, you can have guest speakers, you can be the speaker, you can be seen as the leading expert in your industry, you can use it to sell, provide value, and just build really good relationships, and people come into your group because... You know, they like what you're offering. And as they see it, just like I said with the commercial and the repetition and marketing, the more that you show up and the more that you add value and the more that they see you, the more that they trust you, the more that they'll engage with your content. And that's going to set you up for success. So if you have this Facebook community that you can drive traffic to, and build your email list, now you're, you're consistently following up with people through email marketing, you're showing up as a leading expert, you're giving value, you're building relationships all in one place under one community, And it's better to build it now while people are actually on their computers. They're actually looking for communities. They're looking for help. They're looking to connect. They're looking for that support. And you can be giving people that support. You don't want to go into it now, in my opinion, with the intention of just trying to sell people. You want to go into it with the intention of trying to find out, like Pedro said earlier when we were talking before this, to find out what they need so that when this passes, you can deliver what they need and in the meantime, create what they need. So that's something that's really important and I think that it's something that can be really valuable and it's kind of an all-in-one solution. And building a Facebook group doesn't take a lot of time, it doesn't take a lot of energy, and it's not rocket science. It's not as difficult as it might seem. What's difficult is actually growing an Instagram page right now. What's difficult is you know trying to build your credibility on a Facebook business page. If you are trying to do that right now and are struggling, you might notice there isn't as much engagement and that's because the algorithms are changing. So if you can find a community or I'm sorry, if you could create a community, you don't have to necessarily worry about that. Use your business page to drive traffic to your Facebook group, to, you know, build up testimonials. Use your, you know, Instagram page to do the same. Use it as a branding platform where you have your brand there and you have some credibility for people to look at. But use your community to to basically leverage your business and drive traffic. It's a really powerful tool. And there are so many ways that you can boost engagement if you're struggling. Um, we have a free guide on how to boost Facebook group engagement. I will link it in the show notes so that you can see. It's entirely free and I think it'll really, really help you out. Um, but there's a lot of ways to boost engagement within it. And then people will start reaching out to you and asking you questions. And you can do this for so many different industries. And the best part is that you know as you start growing it, people will actually start interacting with each other within the group. And that's kind of cool to see too. And everybody will start supporting each other and then they'll reach out to you. And then whenever you post, you know, they'll be like, oh, okay. You know, this person is posting now. I have to read it because it's something valuable. You have to make sure you're very consistent. And again, this is the time to do it. Everyone is online. You might as well do it. You don't need to run ads to grow it. You need to build relationships outside of the group to grow it, um, and and you can grow it from within as well but there's many ways to do it i give you kind of my secrets and a bunch of tips and things that you can use starting today if you go to the free resource that we have on how to boost facebook group your your facebook group engagement and i think you guys will find it really really valuable so those are three ways that you can navigate your business online through this crisis again This will pass. Make sure that you're staying healthy. Make sure that you're staying motivated. Sometimes when I lack motivation, I will listen to a podcast. I really like Gary Vaynerchuk. Pedro knows that. Uh, I'll watch a motivational video on YouTube. I'll literally look up motivational videos to stay inspired. Um, I'll read a book I really love, which I mentioned in a post the other day uh the subtle art of not giving a fuck um i really i'll listen to songs that inspire me and put music on in the background and honestly sometimes if i'm not feeling inspired i will i'll take a break what do you do when you're not feeling inspired
1: um to be honest um i usually kind of take a step back from work and maybe that's that's the time when i think to myself okay let me read some news articles let me read some stuff just to get my mind away from work and just kind of into something else that's also productive for me
0: i think yeah no pedro handles it really well pedro's really good at handling all this and he he does what he has to do and he inspires me actually to push myself more than i ever have and if it weren't for him i don't know if i would be you know I don't know if we'd be where we are today because every time I, I I see him stressed or I see, you know, something's going on, whatever, I he powers through and he does what he has to do. He takes time for himself. I don't know if sometimes he keeps these things inside so that I don't worry, but he he's very good at, at going about these things and, you know, don't forget to to take care of you. It's easy when you're stuck inside to kind of, you know, do what I, I eat a lot of like M&Ms or chocolate or whatever it is, but it's easy to get caught up in that, those unhealthy habits. And it's okay to do those things, of course, but just make sure you're taking care of you. You're taking breaks. If you feel uninspired, find ways to inspire yourself, educate yourself, take risks. It's okay to take risks right now. Um, and because this is, it's going to pass. Eventually it's going to pass. So, um, yeah, it'll pass. So now you've, You've been able to meet Pedro officially. And I hope that you guys found this episode valuable. If you did, please go ahead and leave a review. And we will see you guys all next Tuesday. Thanks so much. Bye, everyone.
1: Thanks. Stay safe, everyone.